0: Distractions make relationships more tolerable, and that's something that the world has learned in a very big way over the um, coronavirus lockdowns that were all the rage last year, let's say from about March or so, and for most parts of the world, uh, lasted uh, anything between three to six months. So since people were cooped up together and they didn't have the usual uh, distractions of um, work and uh, things like that, and distance, the fractures that they had in their relationships really came up uh, to the fore. Now, some people had told me that while the lockdowns were going into effect, and I thought that they were just being all doom and gloom, and they probably think the worst of uh, most people, but um figures have shown at least in uh those cultures where they do track these sorts of things so um in north america western europe so figures have shown that um marriages were fractured a lot during this period and because of some of the work that i do with the british council as a photographer so i'm not a staff photographer uh, i do weddings and events but um i do get called in by ngos mostly to do other projects because my style is documentary and so it blends really well with this sort of work so um with the work that i did with the british council and all their other partners like um uh there's this government agency that um deals in um sex trafficking no not they deal in sex trafficking the 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 whole thing is to fight Uh, sex trafficking. And then the government also has the Nigerian government. Let me clarify. For those of you who are first time listeners, um, I'm a Nigerian event and wedding photographer. So, you know, when I say the government, most times I'm talking Nigeria. So we also have arms of the government that deal with um, uh, gender abuse and uh, things like that. So, From the work that I did with them over that period, I can bear testimony to the fact that when you have people cooped up without distractions, certain things are on the rise. Spousal abuse seemed to be on the rise um, because we had members of the police force giving presentations on stuff like that. So spousal abuse, um, sexual abuse, um, all those things were on the rise. Anyway, so why would I start off a podcast about marriage and relationships, talking about these sorts of things? The reason why I'm doing that is because some of you are... Oblivious, like I was before the pandemic. Well, oblivious as to how um, distractions mask certain things in the relationship. So if you're getting ready to walk down the aisle, just bear in mind that you guys probably have some distractions right now that are causing you to maybe not clearly consider um, some things, the full impact of some things. And so it shouldn't come to you as a surprise when these um, distractions disappear. So one of them is distance. So um, Patience and I, for a very long time, Patience is my wife. While we were dating, we were both in Aberdeen and um, we had separate houses. So I guess you can't really call that distance per se. I lived with my uh, flatmate, Aybe, and she lived with uh, Teresa, um, her sister. So uh, that's not really distance per se, but we went for a period of um, slightly over a year where she was back in Nigeria trying to build a career and I was still in the United Kingdom, and so there was an element of that uh, long-distance thing going on in our relationship. So luckily, we didn't have to do that too long over the four years that we dated. And I know that a lot of you now will think, wow, four years? What for? Anyway, that's a podcast topic for um, another day. Um, Courtship, dating, how long, what is necessary, what's advisable, and etc., etc. So, There was an element of uh, distance to our own relationship, but there are those of you who, uh, the distance in the relationship has been the normal thing. Um, You're based in Lagos, um, she's based in Abuja, or the other way around. Uh, You know, you're in Lagos, she's in Oshobo, and you guys are trying to make the relationship work that way. Or for some people, you're here in Nigeria and your significant other is in Canada, and you guys are planning to walk down the aisle And uh, when that's done, you will um, relocate. I photographed a couple of weddings like that where the bride is here, the groom's in Canada or in the UK and the relocation is going to follow not long afterwards. So because you guys are far apart, there are a couple of things that um, you don't quite know about each other or maybe that you know, but you haven't felt the full brunt, the full impact of it yet. So the bottom line of what I'm trying to say is that it's not a disaster and it's not an emergency and it's not that all hell is going to break loose when that distance is gone. Just have it at the back of your mind that when that distance is gone, the distraction of that distance is gone, and you guys are now living together as man and wife, a couple of things will pop up, and that is just that is just normal. That happens to everyone. Even for people who happen to be in the same city. So you guys are dating Abuja Abuja, Lagos Lagos. Um, you spend a lot of time together together. Um, when that distance is gone even though it's not much of a distance maybe you guys live 20 minutes away from each other 30 minutes away from each other you know there are things that crop up like the famous um toothpaste parable that goes around in nigeria sometimes i wonder if that was an actual thing but i know everybody who has heard most people have heard some form of the one version of the story um or the other that uh, the couple gets married and then the big thing that comes up is the whole thing about toothpaste and i think in that case toothpaste is more of a metaphor for personal cleanliness because um you know depending on which uh version you've heard you know the man squeezes from the bottom the woman squeezes from the middle and then that causes um a quarrel so i think it's more of a metaphor for um personal cleanliness but the thing is all these habits personal habits um personal cleanliness uh what else uh, morning rituals uh, things like that once the distance is gone these things become really in your face and might cause some um some friction between you guys But the thing to note is that as you're getting ready to walk down the aisle, expect this, make room for this and just realize that it doesn't have to be an emergency and it doesn't have to be the end of the world. So the whole thing about spousal abuse going on, um, divorces being on the rise and um, let's see what else, Uh, violence against women being on the increase because people are cooped up uh, during the coronavirus. It doesn't have to be that way. And our prayer is that it's not going to be that way between both of you because I suspect that you guys have met each other, you're friends, you love each other, and you've gone through a reasonable period of discernment in walking towards this marriage, in trying to build this marriage. So hopefully the things that come up will be the minor stuff, you know, morning routines, afternoon routines, um, uh, personal habits, um, cleanliness habits, you know, stuff like that. But... um, don't be taken unawares. Don't be taken by surprise. Another distraction is work. And of course, work now pales in comparison when both of you are living together. So it's something that you ought to prepare for. And the solution around this is you guys need to have healthy communication habits where you get to uh, unwind at the end of the day. And you guys just um, talk about uh, everything, all the households at work. So like between patients and I, um, patients works in a high-stress environment. She's in a government regulatory agency, and she's a very, very, very smart girl. And so as it happens in Nigeria, in, uh, you know when you're working in government regulatory agencies, uh, basically, if you know your stuff, you end up pulling more than the share of your weight. So for patients and her colleagues, uh, when they get together, there are times when I have to receive an earful um, about the intricacies at work, uh, the politics at work, the, um, the you know, all the machinations that go on and uh, all the things that go on that people do behind the scenes just to make sure that, uh, you know, they carry more of the workload, but they don't get the share of recognition that they deserve. So... I have a, I have to be the listening ear or the crying shoulder or whatever it is you want to call it for a lot of that. And of course, there are times when patient has to listen to me when I'm in a fit of rage because um, I'm dealing with uh, troublesome clients or uh, things of that nature. So, um... Yeah, so that's how you deal with that, open and healthy means of communications. And for those of you who are taking marriage classes currently, it's something that you guys will uh, discuss about, will learn about in your discussions with uh, the pastor or the class um, moderator. Now, for those of us who have already been in the business for a while and who already have kids, uh, kids are typically kind of the final of distractions uh, that make relationships more tolerable. So kids come on the scene, and then um, because they're there and we're focused on the kids we're not really focused on the cracks in our own relationships per se and that is one of the reason why for some couples the kids grow up and leave the house or they go to university and it's at that point that the marriage falls apart when i was much younger i found those ones really really confusing because i figured if you guys have been together for 20 years then What's the big deal? If you survive the first 20, you will survive the next 20 and the 20 after that. But these things do happen. There are those couples that the children go off to university, and it's at that point that the marriage falls um, apart. So... um Bottom line, distractions make relationships more tolerable, distance, work, and kids. Eventually the kids will come. We should always be vigilant for fractures and stresses in our relationship and have an open mind to discern with the professionals, with the pastors, the priests, the marriage counselor, the sex therapist, or family members whose opinions we respect and we regard to start working on the fundamentals so that when these distractions are gone, It's not a crisis in our marriage. So that if you guys are doing the long distance relationship and from there you transition to the long distance marriage, work on the cracks and the fractures so that when distance is gone and you guys are together, there's a healthy relationship. And if it's issues around work, open communication, frank communication, healthy communication, so that um, when these things uh, are gone, you guys are closer together. And the same with the kids. Be vigilant, watch out for the stresses and the fractures, so that when the kids grow up and leave home, because they will leave home eventually, you guys will still have a healthy relationship. So thank you very much for listening to the So You're Getting Married podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and your attention. I will try and bring more juicy stuff at the next recording, which is going to be in seven days' time again, On or oh, is that six days? yeah, let's say more like six days, next week, Sunday. I hope you guys are adapting well to this new recording schedule where I only drop episodes um, once a week. Uh, If you have any feedback on that or possible topics that we could address in the future, just let me know. For those of you listening on the Anchor app, use the voice uh, messaging um, software like uh, Mabel did a couple of months ago when she sent in that message. So do that, send in the message, Um, I'll get it. And that's not only is it good feedback, but I can incorporate that to make that as part of um, future episodes as well. So thank you very much for listening. Remember, these are my personal opinions. Always speak to the professionals about these things, because no matter how well considered my personal opinions are, I'm not an expert. But I'm just trying to open you guys up to the possibility that there are different perspectives out there. It's not all doom and gloom. And that no matter what the troubles are that we face, there is always a way and that the sun is going to keep shining tomorrow, even though we may have dark clouds right now. So, thank you very much for listening. Catch you guys at the next recording.